This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. Will our digital doubles be making more than us in the future? That's one of the things that I wanted to talk about today on Everyday AI. This is your daily live stream, podcast, and newsletter. Yeah, we're doing it all, helping to bring you the latest news and development in everything AI and to help you actually use it. So today, I have a special guest to help us dive into all of those things, uh, Guillermo Thompson. He is the founder and director of Umbu Umbu G. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Hi, guys. Um, thank you for inviting me, Jordan. I'm really excited to just have fun with it and chat with you. Yeah, let's go. All right. So before we talk about branding and what that means with, with these digital doubles and all these other things, I want to talk about what's going on in the world of AI news. And as a reminder, if you're listening to us uh, live on the show, please drop us a comment. Drop a comment for G or myself. Uh, we'll, we'll answer your hottest questions. It's Monday, but, uh, keep us, keep us on our toes. Keep us honest. Uh, so, but if you're listening on the podcast, make sure to, uh, tune back in, uh, every day as we do this at 7 30 AM central standard time. Uh, first story, it hasn't even happened yet. Uh, gee, we're going to be previewing this, but, uh, Apple is finally, we think making a big splash in the AI world. They haven't really done a lot. Whereas Google, Microsoft, Facebook, everyone else has been going hard in the paint with AI, Apple, not so much, but they're expected to be announcing their mixed reality headset today. Uh, it, apparently it's going to be crazy, uh, intuitive, but extremely expensive. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Is, is, is this going to do anything or is this just going to be a, something for you know people to play with i don't know like people probably they would just probably read the title of the articles or or just watch the news in the tv and they just didn't when it, when it comes to apple people are so excited about the brand that i could already hear the riots you know what i mean like <laughs> just yeah yeah they're riots already like people probably <laughs> like line up camp outside the store and try to get a hand of it and they didn't even know the price you know like they're just gonna buy it and see what's uh, so true so true uh speaking of you know having a very hardcore following and fan base google is is probably right there with apple but people aren't too happy with google's new ai powered search experience uh Apparently, it's very slow. Uh, not everyone has access to it yet, but Google has slowly started to uh, give access to its new search experience called the SGE or the Search Generative Experience. Uh, essentially, it's supposed to be a much better search experience with a lot more AI summaries and not necessarily having to you know, go in and click 10 different articles to, to read them all to get a good understanding of what's going on. But it's better, but it's slow. Gee, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it's just a matter of time. This reminds me of like a joke that uh, goes something like, you know, when they started having Wi-Fi in planes. And then, you know what I mean? Like he's sitting next to a guy and the guy's like, oh, can you believe this? The Wi-Fi is really slow. And then Louis C.K. like, it's like, a day before and the, today, there was no Wi-Fi in planes. You know what I mean? Like now there is Wi-Fi and you're already complaining that it's slow. So, I mean, it's a, it's a natural reaction for trolls 
that, you know, I mean, like they haven't been on the process. They don't, they don't know anything that what it takes to make it to complain. So um, prompts to Google for, for keeping it up. Uh, there's a huge race among these huge enterprise IT companies to see who gets first and who's like up with the new technology. Same with Apple, Microsoft. But, um, you know, I'm excited to try it out. Even if it's slow now, like in a matter of days, you know, speeding up. Um, yeah. I, I, I work for a leading software testing company, so I know what it takes in terms of functionality um, and quality assurance. So um, I'm, not, I'm not complaining, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, you bring up a good point with the, the analogy of Wi-Fi on airplanes, right? I think even though if it's slower on the front end, I think if you look through the typical Googling journey, you usually have to search multiple queries. Within each of those queries, you usually have to read multiple web pages to get to the point of getting the right information that this new search experience will bring. So I think when you frame it like that, it's like, all right, well, maybe it's a, a half of a second more on the front end, but in theory, saving a ton of time on the back end. Um, speaking of saving a ton of time, that's what Hollywood's been trying to do with the... Uh, I'll say almost rampant use now of digital doubles, right? So we opened the show asking if digital doubles are going to be making more than us. But at least in Hollywood, this is something that Hollywood's largest union has been talking about this. So separately, there's been the writer strike in Hollywood. But now the, the Hollywood's largest union is, is discussing this and talking about pay in the age of artificial intelligence. So they're going into contract uh, negotiations with studios this week, but essentially actors are worried about losing control of their image due to AI. Uh, you know, Guillermo, you work a lot in, uh, in branding. Um, and so what do you think that this is going to result in? Like, are the, the Hollywood studios going to come up with something concrete in terms of their their digital doubles or is this always going to be a gray area do you think um i don't know i think there's a lot of things here to to digest uh first of all i think actors have been feeling this like this is not something new for actors like as soon as they started to having uh visual effects you know actors started feeling that they were like even in movies they were pulling away from acting more and more. You know, we all seen those like behind the scenes of Marvel movies where they're just like, this is not acting, right? They're just pretending to, to talk to someone is not even there. So now it's transitioning to, we don't really need actors. We just need their recognizable faces. And um, I don't know, like, I don't know. They're very privileged people. Let's be honest. We all we all seen the Golden Globes. We all heard um, what's his uh, Ricky Gervais like really tackle this issue about like, come on, boo hoo. You know, what I mean, like you guys are complaining. <laughs> but um, um, and this is this is also why I admire someone like Tom Cruise. I'm not a fan of him, but I mm. respect him because he he just committed to the craft. You know, like doing his own uh, his own stance um, and so forth. And um, I don't know, you guys. Like, I, I, there's so many to many things to to the, to to think about on this topic. But I recommend everybody. Um, I did to Jordan before the show started. Uh, watch um, Dead Love and Robots, or Love Dead and Robots. I don't I don't know. It's a show <laughs> in in Netflix. Um, and this is the first show I actually watched where I saw like they were using someone's uh, famous actors' faces. Uh, I think Hugh Jackman 
and there's a, a couple more recognizable faces there that I was certain there was nothing involved with the actor. They just bought the rights to use his image and and not even his voice, you know? And mm-hmm. this is the future. I mean, in a, in a sense, they, they just want to get paid for that or get compensated for that. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just threw that up on the screen there. Uh, what, what G just recommended love, love death and robots. So let's, let's actually talk, you know, speaking of this, you know, cause it is about actors concern of, of losing their brand image. Right. Uh, well, or at least not being compensated for it. Right. There's probably two say, different pieces. <laughs> they, they, they own their image because everybody's right. going to recognize Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise. They just want to get as much paid as they did before, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like they already have the money. You know what I mean? Like, um, and, and at the same time uh, with this, I think many actors, I don't know if every actor is complaining about this, but I'm sure many actors are happy that now they're going to reach immortality. You know what I mean? In a sense, yeah. they're going to be forever in the screen. Cause that was yeah. always a problem with their egos. It's like, Oh, you know, I'm going to grow old. I'm going to be forgettable. You know, they're going to be a new generation. Now with this kind of technology, they can mm-hmm. have a Tom Cruise for hundreds and hundreds of years. And yeah. for the industry, it even works because we all know that they just like, even when, when an actor retires or goes after his prime, they will look for that kind of stereotype kind mm-hmm. of type, you know, body or face. So I don't know, you guys, like, I think, I think that I have nothing to complain, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. You know, but, but speaking of this, right. So I think even if you, if we bring it back outside of actors and we bring it back to just general branding as an example, right. In theory, I could duplicate my face, my voice. I could have a 24 seven nonstop version of this show. Maybe the quality wouldn't be as, as good. Right. But I could. I thought you were already, you were already on it, Jordan. <laughs> this is yes. This all my reactions are definitely AI AI generated. <laughs> but you know, at least so when you're working with clients um, or, or or even just talking to people in the branding space, mm-hmm. what's what's your recommendation? Should should companies or individuals be exploring this? Should they be making avatars that are AI generated that can go off and and do more for themselves, or should they stay away from it? What do you think? Well, this is this is where it comes. Like uh, we, we talked about this uh, last week um, in, in a different context, but um, I think this is where like it, it gets et- ethical and mm-hmm. it, the, the whole the whole thing behind you know promoting a personal brand uh, to to help your your actual brand or your company or your business is to be authentic, to give value, to get people to know the persons that are behind these companies, and so. Um, no, I'm totally against uh, uh, AI-generated um, mm-hmm. um, avatars. But um, at the same time, I mean, again, we, we talked about this before, is that we all need to assume, we, know, we all need to recognize that even the people that are watching me today or getting to know me and your show, this is not me. Like, I, there's more beyond branding mm-hmm. in Guillermo, you know what I mean? Like, there's... There's all their interests, there's family and friends, there's hobbies, you know what I mean? Like, so even this is this is the thing is that even before this AI technology was accessible for us to generate uh, avatars and so forth, even with the with the um, with the social media effect that had in society, like even at that point, even in early stages, 
we were already showing something that was not us entirely. It was an avatar. Mm -hmm. It was an mm -hmm. image that we wanted to to convey to other people, but um, it wasn't real. You know, I mean, like we all know the cases of all these um, people and that are like you know suffering depression because they're they're showing an image in social media that is like always happy always yeah. ongoing and then if they don't get the feedback the loving from their audience mm -hmm. then then they get the cravings then they get lonely and they're so we'll seen like this like i i just watched a video yesterday of uh, someone uh getting a selfie next to a buffalo on yellowstone you know, mm -hmm. what are we doing? Like, you know, I mean, like, we're not even contemplating uh, the basic human life, safety. Right? Yeah. So, or safety, right? <laughs> AI, it's just, it's just like a caveat to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, now, now you can take it to a whole another stream, which is like, I'm not even creating the content now. It's like AI generating it for me and AI yeah. showing up in front of the camera. Yeah. So, my question, and I get your point about being against kind of the the digital avatar. I see that too. I do see use cases for it. But I want to ask you, though, how can the everyday person still use AI? So generative AI, maybe chat GPT, maybe mid journey or, or any, any other thing. Um, how can we use those tools to build brands um, or should we not be using them at all? Well, I mean, I will be a hypocrite if I will say, you know, don't use it. Um, we we all implementing it. We all uh, experimenting with it. Um, we all speculating, you know, the results we're gonna get. Um, we all feel like um, there is a definitely benefit uh, of of being so immediate, right? And in terms of uh, delivering results, I don't know if there are like better results than before. Um, I, I also think that we're all kind of getting lazy in some mm. like thought processing, you know, like uh, we talked about this uh, off camera before. It's like, you know, if I'm going to make a post, uh, do I just prompt uh, chat GPT or do I take like the one minute to actually be myself and, and, and post mm. it? Um, sometimes it takes longer to prompt the, the right uh, response you want from chat GPT than actually be yourself and splash on social media. So I do recommend using it. I do recommend experimenting with it. Um, I encourage a lot of, especially young people that are, are uncertain of, you know, if they're, it's not that they're, I feel like people, sometimes they, they feel like young generations don't know what they want. I think that mm -hmm. they do know what they want. It's just that they don't, they, no one told them they, they really can because we're always comparing ourselves to the most successful people in the world. And that's just like, just like defeating, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, I would never be like, you know, uh, Elon Musk because, you know, sure. I'm so far away. But I do encourage people to use AI and try to build their own brand, trying to build their own business, but mm -hmm. going rooted on the basics, which is like giving value to people or or you know the the motivation has to be a, a very noble mission right yeah um how do you how do you think you find the balance right because that's that's one thing we always talk about in in branding uh, especially you know with with personal branding is is you know staying authentic um and being being truly yourself um but then obviously even the best you, you know the the most um 
Successful people in branding now are also saying, yes, leverage leverage AI to build your brand. How do you find the balance? That's a great question, Jordan. I don't know. Um, I think because if, I, I want to build on your question, but I don't have the answer. Yeah. Um, because that's true. It's like if you, I mean, AI is still a tool, right? Uh, like any other technology or any other tool we have. So it, it's just a matter of what do you use it for? So mm-hmm. if you're using it to have a possible uh, positive impact on your community or help your family or, you know what I mean? Like your company or your brand is actually going to be, uh, has a, it's going to have a positive effect in others, mm-hmm. then go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're just, concern about profit and cutting corners, you know what I mean? And and scamming people, then, you know what I mean? Stop. You know what I mean? Like, don't use it. Yeah. (laughs) Please don't use it. I actually started this with a question, but I think you rephrasing the question helped me maybe get a potential answer. So I think one thing too is whether you're talking about building a personal brand or if you're working on building a brand for a company, the way I kind of think of it is, okay, what if you had unlimited resources? Or what if you had a larger team? What would you do if you had more people or more resources? And that's kind of what I think at least using AI is for, right? Like you as the human or, or you as the you know, uh, founder, you know, the founder and director of, of Ombu Ombu can mm-hmm. still build brands yourself, but you can then have, as an example, a team of, quote unquote, a team of researchers using AI, in an ideation session that can go way in depth using AI, you know, someone that can help proofread or improve your your brand strategy or your brand identity using AI. So maybe maybe that's one way. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's what's one way that you've um, you, you know let's say the average person out there if they are in branding but they haven't dipped their toe in AI yet. What's, what's maybe one piece of advice that you would give them on, hey, here's a way to get started um, and, and to take those first steps? Well, I mean, um, ChatGPT is definitely like the most accessible AI language model that, you know, even everybody can like experiment with it. Like we all seen those videos, like here are the five prompts or 10 prompts you must do to really squeeze the, sh- the juice out of the, mm-hmm. you know, of chat GPT. But um, really you have to experiment with it. Um, use it as a consultant. Um, and, and don't forget that, you know, it, again, it's a tool, right? So it doesn't matter like what prompt you put, but mm-hmm. think about your end goal. Like, what do you really want to to get results out of it? You know what I mean? Like, and go to the core of values. You know what I mean? Like, am I going to, is this going to have a positive impact in me or in others? Or I'm just going to be selfish and ask like, what stock should I invest to? You know what I mean? Like, or, you know what I mean? Like, how do how to um, scam people, give me, you know what I mean? Like how to make, be rich quick. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just think about like, you know, like how to, the end goal, it doesn't matter if you use AI or you ask your, 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 your peers, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. 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 Hunter, Hunter just dropped a comment, like the idea of using it as a consultant. Uh, intriguing. Yeah. Hunter, thanks for the comment. Um, you know, what's maybe let's even talk one way real quick. I know we, um, 
you know, are, are really dragging this one out, G, but uh, I, I love your insights. What's maybe what's one way? Cause you know, we've all seen those posts, try these 10 prompts, you know, get the, yeah, mm-hmm. get, get the most juice out of your, out of your lemon. Yeah. Um, you know, what's, what's maybe the one very practical example that you've used something in the AI, if, if, if you have one, something in the AI space where you were like, whoa, okay, this is, this is going to help, you, you know, help me help a client. You know, what's, what's that one example that you did and you were, you were blown away. Well, going along with what I said and Hey, PP, what's it going? <laughs> um, yeah. With the lottery numbers. Um, um, but um, no, seriously, um, I always tell him who he is or who she is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so if I want to get um, uh, like a, an advice in terms of like strategy, I'm like, you are, you know, an expert at marketing strategy and, you know, helping um, define the persona behind ChatGPT. It always helps uh, to get the most, the better results, I think. Um, but again, like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like there is like a best way to go at it. I think uh, you have to experiment mm-hmm. like in anything, you know what I mean? Like there is probably a thousand ways, same with, you know, Adobe tools back in the day, you know what I mean? Like there is different ways to get the same results in editing a video or editing, um, you know, an image, which by the way, like those days are gone. Have you seen the new, <laughs> the generative you know? AI? Oh, wow. Oh my Lord. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. We'll actually share some examples of that in today's new uh, newsletter as well. Um, thank. Oh gosh, I mean, I know we went over. Thank you for the comments, uh, Hunter. Yeah, yeah, Pierre, uh, PPC. What are the next winning lottery numbers? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe we should just start using uh, ChatGPT that way. Uh, Gee, thank you so much for taking uh, some time out of your day to join the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the space, Jordan. I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Uh, I checked your newsletter. It's really, really good. So thank you for your work. It, it keeps all of us uh, up to date with the news in AI. So I'm glad you're doing it. And I'll, I'll, I'll keep being a fan in the distance. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you for that plug. That's a great way to end the show. So yeah, please go to youreverydayai.com. Uh, like G just said, we are not only putting out this live stream where you can interact with our guests, also podcasts on all major networks, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, apparently they have something, but also uh, the daily newsletter. We put a lot of time and effort. So a lot of the things that G's been referencing, uh, we'll make sure to put those things in the newsletter so you can read more about what we've been talking about as well. So thank you for joining us and we hope to see you back tomorrow and every day with Everyday AI. Thanks. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.